and welcome back what is up my crew welcome to another episode of interesting facts with chase on another wild wednesday uh gave you guys a little bit of a reprieve last week we did the differences episode between harry potter and the half-blood prince the film and harry potter and the half-blood prince uh the book so I saw a lot of differences there, but I did feel like this was one of the better movies in the franchise as it goes as far as following uh, the book. And I understand they have to cut out a lot um, because there's only so much time they have in the film. So I did feel like this one was was not too bad. It it was on the better side of things, I would say. So uh, now we are officially in that fourth quarter. So This is the last book in the Harry Potter franchise as we just kicked off on Sunday, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, and we went through chapters uh, one through five. So today we will be covering interesting facts for the chapters one through five with some things we went over. We won't be going into super detail with some of these interesting facts, but just so you get an overview on some of the backstories on some of the characters that were mentioned. Um, Also, we'll go over... Uh, just some different spells and that sort of thing uh, that we did. Um, even some of these spells are a little bit of a review for you, but good just to have in your memory. Uh, just if you read through those chapters, chapters one through five, it'll jog your memory what that does or maybe just uh, let you have those full circle moments throughout the entire series that we've covered thus far. So let's go ahead and dive into it because we got a lot of material to get into today. Uh, so just starting out here, so in chapter one, uh, Bathilda Bagshot is mentioned. Remember, we t- have talked about her a lot because she wrote a lot of those textbooks in Hogwarts, but she's going to play a huge part in this book uh, later on as we get further into uh, the seventh book in the franchise. So Bathilda Bagshot, she was born in 1873, actually was born in Godric's Hollow, which is in West Country, which... You know, we've mentioned multiple times on uh, this Harry Potter franchise in this series. So Godric's Hollow is originally where Harry's parents were killed. Also, um, you know, where he was born. And as far as Dumbledore's history, his history is there as well. So uh, Gellert Grindelwald was her nephew. She wrote A History of Magic and a lot of other textbooks at Hogwarts. Um, She is actually referred to as the most celebrated magical historian of all time, uh, and she was close to Lily Potter throughout her life. Um, History of Magic, the book she wrote, uh, you know, the first edition was released in 1947, and then the second edition was actually released sometime, they don't know the exact date, but sometime between 1947 and 1991. Uh, The first edition was published by Little Red Books, and the second edition was published by ML Books. It costed 10 gallons over at Flourish and Bots. Aldebert Waffling. So he died in 1987, and he was a magical historian. He is credited to have written all about magic. He is seen as the father of magical theory. He created the fundamental laws of magic. He also wrote Magical Theory, another popular textbooks that are still used at Hogwarts today. The fundamental laws of magic um, are numbers of principles about the general nature of magic. They were formulated by the magical theoretician, Adalbert Waffling, and it is unknown exactly how many laws there were. However, the first law is the most known, which is the first fundamental law of magic. 
and it says as a rule the further of somebody goes towards meddling in the deepest underlying laws of magic the more drastic and terrible their consequences will be as this is the only general principle the exact consequences may vary with different consequences for different violations for example those who deliberately split their soul in making of a horcrux will be doomed to eternal suffering in limbo unable to move or return as a ghost albus dumbledore actually commented on this and albus dumbledore wound up discussing the first law and used the example of the fairy tale of the warlock and the hairy heart of, of beetle and the bard but it mentions that in seeking to become superhuman this foolhardy young man renders himself inhuman likewise dumbledore also notes that the creation of a horcrux evokes the first law tampering with the essence of self rather than dividing what was clearly not meant to be divided body and soul the warlock and the hairy heart which is that big legend in tales of beetle and the bard that we mentioned before and herpo the thal that we mentioned before who is the creator of the first horcrux uh transfiguration today so what that is that's a magazine on transfiguration we've mentioned this before so this is just a little bit of a review there the publisher was ml press Known subscribers were Bathilda Bagshot, Albus Dumbledore, Porpentina Goldstein, Queenie Goldstein, and Minerva McGonagall. Uh, the magazine is mostly scholarly articles, and the winner of the Promising Newcomer Award is always featured in there. Uh, Dumbledore was a columnist, uh, but in 1950s, Minerva McGonagall won Transfiguration Today's Most Promising Newcomer Award. Um, so Ariana Dumbledore, remember they were talking about her in passing in Albus in the life and lies of Albus Dumbledore that we mentioned in our episode on Sunday so I won't go too much into her but just know Ariana Dumbledore she was born in 1885 uh, she died in the late summer of 1899 at age 14 in Godric's Hollow in West England uh, she was the half-blood sister of Albus and Aberforth Dumbledore she was the only daughter uh, Percival and Kendra Dumbledore. Um, at age six, she was attacked by Muggle boys who saw her practicing underage magic, which left her traumatized to the point of being able to render magical abilities uncontrollable. Um, this prompted her father to attack boys and be imprisoned in Azkaban. Her mother then moved from the family. Um, and then in Godric's Hollow, uh, kept Ariana away from the general population. Um, during this time, she had a fit when she was 14 uh, and accidentally caused a magical explosion that killed her mother. Um, and her older brother, Albus, uh, Albus Dumbledore, wound up becoming her guardian. They had an interesting relationship there, which wound up causing this three-way duel to occur and I won't go into this too much, but just know there was a duel that occurred between uh, Grindelwald and Albus. And long story short was Ariana was killed in the duel, which you're going to find out about that later on. Um, there was a duel. Remember they mentioned that duel between Albus and Grindelwald. Just know it occurred in 1945. Um, it wound up defeating and imprisoning Grindelwald and Nermengard. Um, Albus... Uh, won an artifact that we'll talk about later on. It wound up ending a global wizarding war. Um, Elpheus Doge, 
um, said no duel ever matched it. Remember, he mentioned that on Sunday. But uh, decades before the duel, there was a conflict, you know, um, that wound up happening between those two that we just mentioned that killed Ariana. So that plays a big part later on that you'll find out about. Um, Grindelwald had this revolution that was becoming more powerful. Remember, we talked about the Lestrange mo- uh, mausoleum and all that happened with Protego Diabolica and all that plays a part in it. So he was causing this revolution. Um, and they had a pact that was wound up being destroyed before 1945. So eventually, uh, Grindelwald's actions grew so horrible that Dumbledore had to confront his old friend. Uh, the duel has been known as the most famous duel in the world. Dumbledore was awarded uh, with a famous object after this, which we'll talk about later on. Um, But Grindelwald was captured and detained in the most top tower of Nurmengard, a prison he himself had actually constructed to house his enemies. Um, According to Elpheus Doge, uh, Dumbledore's triumph and its consequences for the wizarding world were considered a turning point in magical history to the match of introduction of the International Statue of Secrecy and the downfall of Voldemort. Um, Grindelwald wound up remaining in Normangard there for the rest of his life, but Albus Dumbledore wound up returning to Hogwarts and eventually became Hadmaster until, of course, last year we discussed. Um, And then, so going a little bit more towards this practical uh, defense magic and its use against the dark arts. So this is mentioned on page 21. What that is, is it was a set of books about defensive magic described as having moving color illustrations and details about counter jinxes. Um, Betty Braithwaite, uh, she is mentioned in the book and it's, she was mentioned in life and lies of Albus Dumbledore that we discussed. Um, all that is known about her though is that she was a reporter for the Daily Prophet. Elvius Doge, a little bit about him. He was born uh, between September 1st, 1880 and August 31st, 1881. He was a pure-blood wizard. He was a jurist on the Ministry of Magic and a member of the Order of the Phoenix in the First and Second Wizarding War. And he was a close friend of Albus Dumbledore. He also was a member of the Advanced Guard. So remember the Advanced Guard that actually escorted Harry in the Order of the Phoenix. Ivor uh, Dillonsby, uh, she was mentioned in the Life and Lies of Albus Dumbledore that we discussed Sunday. Um, all that is known is that it is thought that she thought Bathilda Bagshot was senile and uh, also thought that Ivor Dillonsby um, thought he discovered the eight uses of dragon's blood before Albus Dumbledore, because Albus Dumbledore is accredited with that. Hestia Jones, uh, she was born before 1978, member of the Advanced Guard. Remember, she was one that's going to help escort the Dursleys. Um, and uh, she was a member of also of the Order of the Phoenix during the Second Wizarding War. She was born in the British Isles and attended Hogwarts. After the Second Wizarding War, uh, she wanted to teach... She went on to teach hexes and charms in the Ministry of Magic to Aurora's during training. Um, And then she also taught practical shield charms. Um, And this is also shown, a little bit of her backstory is also shown in the Calamity video game that we've mentioned before on Interesting Facts. 
that was released in 2010. Uh, Deadless Diggle, I remember he also was going to help escort the Dursleys there, but he was born in 1964. All that's really known is he could only produce a non-corporeal Patronus, so he never was able to make a corporeal one. Um, he was a British wizard and a member of the Order of the Phoenix. He fought in both the First and the Second Wizarding War. That's really all that's known. Um, and this is on page 34 at the bottom. It says, well, he's taken, but Hestia Jones and Deadless Diggle are more than up to the job. When they were describing, remember... Um, Uncle Vernon was wanting Kingsley Shacklebolt <laughs> to escort them. Uh, but, you know, because they were trying to get him because they saw him on the news. Um, but no, they got Hestia Jones and Deadless Diggle. But a uh, review of some spells. So this is where we're going to review some spells. These are spells that uh, Harry wound up using when he was being transported uh, by the Aurors uh, when the protection charm... Uh, wound up wearing off because he became age 17. So a review of the spells. So Stupefy on page 56 that's mentioned. Remember that's a stunning spell. Reparo that's mentioned on page 58 is a mending charm. Um, Wingardium Leviosa that's mentioned on page 58. Remember that's the famous one Hermione used. Wingardium Leviosa. And also even in the film like you know and Ron and when they stopped the troll uh, so it levitates objects. Impedimenta. So impedimenta. That's on page 58. It's also known as the impediment jinx. It's a jinx that hindered the movement of the target. It slowed it down and stopped it in its tracks. The famous Expelliarmus. Remember, used in Goblet of Fire. Also used quite frequently in Chamber of Secrets all throughout the series. Um, it's a disarming charm. That's mentioned on page 59. Accio, so the summoning charm. Remember the one Harry learned in Goblet of Fire. It summons objects towards the caster. And of course, infamous <laughs> Avada Kedavra, uh, as mentioned on page 61, and that's the killing curse. Uh, Confringo, so that's on page 59 top. So that's a new one we're hearing now. Remember, Harry uses that when he's being uh, transferred. Uh, so Confringo is known as the blasting curse. It's a curse that causes the object to explode. The curse is dangerous and lethal. It was actually invented in 1430 by Alberta Toothill. Alberta used the curse in an all-England wizarding dueling competition. Um, known practitioners of this spell are Alberta Toothill, Jacob Sibling, Patricia Rakepack, Harry Potter, and Hermione Granger. Um, Alberta Toothill was born in 1391 in England and died in 1483 at the age of 92. She was a dueling champion in 1391. She was born in England. She attended Hogwarts in 1402 to 1409 under Philida, a spore, which we've spoke about in before. In 1430 at age 39, she partook in the All England Wizarding Dueling Competition. Uh, she made it to the finals, and she proved an effective duelist, and against all odds defeated the expected winner, um, Samson Wiblin, with the Confringo Blasting Curse. Uh, she died in 1483 at age 92. She is featured on a chocolate frog card for her skill in dueling and is pictured holding the All England Wizarding Dueling Trophy after defeating Samson Wilburn. You can actually get this chocolate frog card at the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. 
in the late 2010s, actually, this is mentioned in the Calamity video game, but the Statue of Secrecy Task Force had discovered a memory of Toot Hill where she won the All England Wizarding Dueling Trophy and used uh, the Confringo curse as the blasting curse uh, to win the competition. But she was known for magical skills in dueling. She does appear in Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone video game on a famous wizard card, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets video game on a famous wizard card, Pottermore. She is also mentioned in Hogwarts Mystery and Harry Potter Wizards Unite. Um, Samson Wilburn, there's not too much known on him. He did live in England in the 15th century and is on a famous wizard card. He was the favorite to win the All England Wizarding Dueling Competition of 1430, but was defeated with the Blasting Curse used by Alberta Toothill uh, that hit him in the chest, and he was considered an excellent duelist. That's all that's known on him, though. But the All England Wizarding Dueling Competition, all that's known was it was in 1430. I tried to look up more on that. There's really not, though. Uh, Nurmengard Castle. So a little bit more on that. So um, Gellert Grindelwald actually made this place and it's located in the Austrian Alps. Uh, it served as a base for Grindelwald's followers and ultimately wound up becoming the place where he was imprisoned after being defeated by Albus Dumbledore, where he stayed until his death later on. Selwyn Give me your wand. That's mentioned in page 62. So remember when Voldemort didn't have a wand. So he took Selwyn's wand. And this is on page 62. Well, Selwyn, who that is. is So um, all that is known is he was a Death Eater for Voldemort. He participated in many battles. And he is gifted in flying, dueling, and dark arts. Um, he did also participate in the Second Wizarding War for Voldemort. So that's all that's known about him, though. But um, yeah, guys, so this is just kicking us off here with our interesting facts uh, for Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. So um, a lot of really good stuff this week. Next week, we're going to get into even more detail, uh, but we're going to give you guys all we got on this one. Once again, guys, you know, write us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really does mean the world to us. Subscribe on YouTube. Cast a spell on that like button. <laughs> you can, uh, you know, follow us on Spotify. We're on pretty much every platform. So Amazon Music, Pandora, Podbean. Um, you know, you can follow us over on iHeartRadio. Um, really, wherever you guys get your podcast, you can follow us there. You know, follow us on Instagram. I'm rbrow129. You can follow Jay Nelly at his personal account. You can follow us at Official Ridiculous Patronus. Follow us on Facebook, Chase and Josh Factor Fantasy. We got a big following over there. I recently tried to start getting on the TikTok thing, so you can follow me at ChaseBrown013, or you can look me up there. Um, but once again, guys, this just means a lot. You've been on this ride with us since the beginning, and we're giving everything we got on this one for you guys. So once again, guys, this has been a ridiculous production. This is Chase from Chase and Josh Factor Fantasy. You are listening to Interesting Facts with Chase. This is chapters one through five of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. Signing off. Uh-huh.